Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Portions of the following program have been pre-recorded. The following program is paid for by Mike Boyle. He's spent almost 40 years in and around the restaurant industry. He's been an owner and an operator. He's a member of the Colorado Restaurant Hall of Fame. The last quarter of a century, his radio shows have been keeping you updated on the ever-changing Colorado restaurant scene, where he invites you to join him, both on the air and for meals at area restaurants. He's Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. Get it on. It's 306. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. You know what? It's only six minutes after three, and we've already received two orders for five pizzas because we are doing a special Joyce's Famous Pizza, 2120 South Broadway, just south of Evans. She does an absolutely wonderful job. You wouldn't call it famous if she didn't do a great, great job. Yes, indeedy. And from now until 5 o'clock, you can dine in. She's got about three or four tables or take out her large one-topping pizza. You know what? Dough and cheese and pepperoni and other toppings have gone absolutely crazy. This is a $21 pizza. You know what you say? Well, Mike, that sounds kind of high. I talked to two other pizza places this week, and their large one-topping pizzas run $21, $22, $23. Yep, yep, yep. Welcome to the world of Joe Biden and inflation. But if you'd like to go by Joyce's Famous Pizza, you can call. In your order at 303-777-4992. That's 303-77-PIZZA. For those of you that went to public school, pizza is spelled P-I-Z-Z-A. All right? 77-PIZZA, 777-4992. Stick a 303 in front of it, and you just tell Joyce. She's answering the phone. I'd like a large one-topping Pepperoni pizza for 10 bucks. I'd like a large one topping sausage pizza, 10 bucks. Yeah, you want additional toppings, you're going to pay for it. But you know what? This is a great, great meal, a great, great deal. Her pizzas are huge. Whenever we, we do this, you know, somebody asked me about it. We started doing these a couple years ago, about every week. Uh, bigger barn about every eight weeks, maybe six weeks, maybe eight weeks, maybe ten weeks. 
we work with Joyce Schaefer of Joyce's Famous Pizza because people love it. She's a small operator. Yes, but I love working with small operators like Joyce's Famous Pizza. And if you'd like to take advantage of this special, just give her a call at 303-777-4992. Or just stop by 2120 South Broadway. Just south of Evans, right next to the Burger King. Plenty of free parking in the Strip Center where she is. But uh, it's on my website, by the way, at MikeBoyle.com. All right, so in this hour, in addition to talking about a new Pepsi product, talking about Chick-fil-A restaurant being ordered by city council to be demolished, yeah, we're going to talk about Steve Berry. Steve Berry, a very, very talented author. We've had him on before. He's got a new book out called The Lost Kingdom. And then in the next hour, we're going to speak with Casey Carbaccio. She is the vice president of operations for the View House slash My Neighbor Felix restaurants. And you say, well, Mike... We know that there's one up at 20th and I-25. We know there's a My Neighbor Felix in Phoenix. I beg your pardon, in Phoenix. My Neighbor Felix in Boulder. But is the store in Centennial ever going to get open right next to the view house? Well, she might have some information for you in the next hour. You want to give me a call? 303-696-1971. We're going to tell you more about Joyce's Famous Pizza when we come back. Jose and Mimi Espinosa always knew they liked Colorado. So when they decided to relocate from California, they thought naturally, hey, why don't we bring some of our restaurant experience with us? Why not open a restaurant, one that features what we've been presenting for years, and that's seafood. And so Trestle's Coastal Cuisine was born. Located in the Happy Canyon area just north of Castle Rock and just south of Castle Pines and named after the famous California surfing spot, Trestle's features seafood with a wide variety of fresh offerings, including a catch of the day. Oh, sure. You can have great steak, chicken, and lamb dishes, too, at Trestles, but the primary focus is seafood. And Jose is so knowledgeable in oysters and proud of his ability to find great oysters that Oyster Monday has become the go-to place for a little relaxation after your Monday is finally over. So whether it's a leisurely lunch, an enjoyable dinner with family or friends, or just a cocktail in the bar, Trestles, with its casual Colorado elegance, is sure to please. Check it out at TrestlesCastleRock.com. And when you visit, say hi to Jose and Mimi, great people, and they love to meet Trestles Coastal Cuisine. Looking for some good Q? Everybody loves good barbecue. So when you want to enjoy some slow-smoke barbecue done the right way, how about checking out Dickie's with locations all over the metro area? Lakewood, Aurora, Castle Rock, Green Valley Ranch, Westminster, and many more. Dickie's has great sandwiches. Pulled pork, brisket, either sliced or diced. Chicken, if you want to go a little bigger, their half-racked or even full rack of ribs is truly mouth-watering. Eat them dry or choose from the regular sweet or spicy sauces. Sides include baked beans or one of Mike's favorites, jalapeno baked beans. But don't forget Carolina-style coleslaw, baked potato casserole, the mac and cheese, or plenty of others to choose from. And if you want to impress friends, family, or business associates, all Dickie's locations have a catering operation that allows you to pick the meats and sides you want. Order specifically what you think you'll need. But hey, if there's some left over, you can't have too much barbecue around, right? So check out the Dickie's Barbecue Pit near you. You can dine in, take out, have curbside pickup or delivery, but however you get your cue, Dickie's will take care of you. 
Hey, Colorado restaurant lovers, can we all agree that no matter how small your carbon footprint is, how small your family is, how environmentally inclined you may be, we all have trash. And how to get rid of it should be a concern to us all. Well, here at the restaurant show, may we suggest you use HBS Trash Services? HBS is a Colorado-owned and operated trash company with over 25 years serving the front range from Colorado Springs to Fort Collins. They have over 55,000 residential customers and over 6,000 commercial clients that trust their services every day. They have that hometown touch with reps in the field and headquarters in Greenwood Village to provide the premier service you deserve. At HBS Trash Services, their priority is to keep our state clean and restaurants immaculate. Like a beautiful menu, they offer a wide variety of services to handle all your trash and recycle needs for both home or business. To help their customers be protected from inflation, hidden fees, and other markups, they offer a flat rate on their wide range of services. So join them by calling Daniel, your personal rep, at 720-576-2659 or connect with him online at hbstrash.com. Let HBS stash your trash. I wasn't born for digging deep holes. I'm not made for paying All right, 13 minutes after 3 o'clock. Joyce's famous pizza up until 5 o'clock. Just get in the door. Just get your order in. 2120 South Broadway. Large. One topping pizzas. A $21, $22 value for 10 bucks. You can get up to three. Give her a call, 303-777-4992. The phones are ringing, so be patient. 303-777-4992. 77-PIZZA. P-I-Z-Z-A. Yep, special goes until 5 o'clock today. It's on my website at mikeboyle.com. Just at a spot for Trestle's Coastal Cuisine. I had lunch this week with Jose and Mimi Espinosa. Trestle's is truly, they've just celebrated their fifth anniversary. And when they opened up, you know, a lot of people may have said, well, geez, I don't know. North Castle Rock? Address is Castle Rock. It's probably a little closer to Castle Pines. It's an upscale, beautiful decor seafood restaurant with steaks and lamb and chicken. I've had them all. They're all good. Going to be able to make it in that area. Well, they've got five years in, and they are rocking. By the way, I was talking to them about a surprise that will be coming down the road here in about two months. But, you know, I started out with their jalapeno queso cheese dip with homemade potato chips to dip. And I'm telling you what. It, was, it wasn't just one of these places. You know, you go to, a, obviously, Trestles is coastal cuisine. It's seafood. It's steaks. It's not a Mexican restaurant. But so many times you go out and you get chips and salsa, and it's just some pureed tomatoes. And you, I, No, this queso, jalapeno queso, if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, it was fabulous. And it was a big order. Um, then I had a blackened Wahoo fish taco served open face. Obviously, you folded it over to eat. 
but man, it was terrific. Their son, Patrick, who is the kitchen head at Trestles, learned under his dad, Jose, um, had blackened mahi sliders. I had one. God, it was really good. They've got a great happy hour over there. Anyway, I want to thank Jose and Mimi Espinosa for hosting me for lunch. We had a wonderful conversation. It's really enjoyable to talk restaurants with people that are true not only restaurant professionals, but are really, really vested in the business and in the hospitality aspects. All right, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. By the way, we also did a spot for HBS Trash Services. We were under a reign of terror where I live in Plum Creek and Castle Rock with a California company, this Colorado company took it over, and they just sent me a flyer. We are offering first month of trash service at no charge. So if you think you want that, I would suggest you get a hold of your HBS trash services representative. If you need a phone number, send me an email, mike at mikeboyle.com, and I'll put you in touch with Dan Pettis. Um, But... You know, I don't know, trash service, 30, 35 bucks a month. All of a sudden, you get a chance to get a free month and get great service. I would say go for it. 303-696-1971. Joyce's Famous Pizza up until 5 o'clock. I want to share a couple of other things that are going on. Don't forget that Valentine's Day is one week from this Tuesday. You know what? I know a bunch of restaurants. Trestles, they said, we are almost, we are this close. We are just a tick away from being sold out. Black Hat Cattle Company, Dave Rodriguez up in Kidridge, sold out. India's Restaurant, over at 8921 East Hamden. I talked to Chris Kapoor this week. He said, Mike... We are doing that twenty nine ninety five special Indian buffet. You know what? Where can you get out of a Valentine meal for twenty nine ninety five? Sure, they got Indian beers, they got plenty of wine in a full service bar, and yes, they are going to have some dancers. But my point is, is that a week from Tuesday is Valentine's Day, and you do not, you don't want to be shut out. It's a busy day, and it's a day when everybody goes out as a couple. So, four tops, a table that seats four people, is only going to have two people at it. So, a lot of places try to even bring in more two tops. They cram it in, but, you know, people eat a little bit slower on Valentine's. They might be a little bit inclined to have a bottle of champagne or a bottle of wine, so the tables don't turn over quite as quickly. So if you'd like to go out for Valentine's Day, I would suggest you make a reservation. All right. Chick-fil-A's restaurant traffic got so bad that city officials ordered it demolished. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, I'll share this with you. Don't worry, Denver Metro. It wasn't in the metropolitan area of Denver, although with the screwballs we elect, 
it wouldn't surprise me if it didn't come down to that. It's actually in a town that I will tell you all about when we come back. What does it mean? Hmm. Maybe if they demolish it, they'll rebuild it. And maybe if they rebuild it, they'll put in more drive through lanes. I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll find out when we come back on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. The one true friend I thought I'd found Tonight the bottle let me down News Talk 710, KNUS. Have you ever wanted to go out, maybe get something to eat, maybe just relax with a cocktail and friends, watch some sports, play some sports, even catch a nice weekend brunch or some live music, sit on a rooftop patio, but you couldn't decide where to go? Why not go to the View House? They have all that and more with three locations in the metro area, downtown across from Coors Field in downtown historic Littleton and the original store in Centennial just off I-25. The View House offers something for everybody. And in addition to the things already mentioned, the View House restaurants are a casual chef-driven chef and Inspired eatery with a wide, varied menu using superior ingredients that are organic when possible, local when available, and always fresh. Whether you go with one of their delicious burgers, the always popular fish and chips, or even check out the nice selection of sushi, you're sure to find something to please. And don't forget the private party room, a number of different sizes that can accommodate your party. Whatever the size, whatever the function, open daily, the View House restaurants are sure to have something for everybody, and they'd love to see you at the View House. Hey everybody, it's Mike. You know, every week you get something in the mail about your windows. They can replace your windows. You see ads on television and you're thinking to yourself, it's going to be tens of thousands of dollars. Well, I got lucky. I found a guy named Dave Bancroft. Dave and his partner, Todd, they're veterans. They own veteran windows and doors. He came out. I said, Dave, I need a sliding glass door. They replaced it. I said, I need a couple of windows done in various rooms. They did that so they can do it on a piecemeal type basis. Sure, they can do your home house if you wanted, but I'd suggest you give them a call. Veteran Windows and Doors. Their phone number is 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. 303-529-0720. And also, their number's on my website at mikeboyle.com. But give them a call. They'll come out. They'll do a great job for you. And tell them you heard about it from another veteran on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. You know, it's tough enough to start one restaurant, one restaurant that concentrates on one concept. You can imagine how hard it must be to start restaurants with two completely different concepts. If a place does breakfast and lunch well, then you may not think of it as a dinner place. If you're looking for a nice place to have dinner, you probably won't think of a restaurant that offers breakfast. So, what is Randy Price, owner of the locally owned and operated Rocky Mountain Restaurant Group down in the metro area? He's put together two completely different concepts, kept them separate, and both have been very well received. The first, Urban Egg, a daytime eatery featuring delicious breakfasts and casual lunches with locations up and down the front range. And then he has the super successful Salsa Brava Mexican restaurants serving wonderful and unique Mexican dishes for lunch and dinner. What do they have in common? All restaurants in the group strive for and attain a uniqueness, not only in dishes, but by using fresh Colorado-sourced ingredients wherever possible in all their dishes. So whether you're looking for a great breakfast, burgers, or salads for lunch, or a nice place to get your Mexican fix, think about the Urban Egg and Salsa Brava. All unique, all good, all local. News Talk 710, KNUS. Listen live on Odyssey. All right, 24 minutes after 3 o'clock, Chick-fil-A's restaurant traffic. (laughs) We've all seen this. 
maybe not to this extent, got so bad that city officials ordered it to be demolished and planned to build a new drive-through only locations. Chick-fil-A's snaking drive-through lines, which frequently spill into city streets, are notorious throughout the U.S. In one North Carolina city, the problem is so vexing and potentially dangerous to pedestrians, local officials order the chain to demo the restaurant and start over. The city's solution to the restaurant's traffic-clogging line was to add more drive-through lanes and eliminate the dining room. Now, on the surface, the article says, the fix offered by Charlotte, North Carolina city planners doesn't make sense. Won't more lanes welcome more cars? But city planners say the restaurant's new design prevents cars from backing up onto the main road. The two, who backs out of a drive-through lane? Anyway, the two drive-through lanes wrap around the restaurant, according to the proposal approved by the Charlotte City Council last month. A Chick-fil-A in Charlotte, North Carolina, is being rebuilt as a drive-in-only restaurant. New walkways linking the public sidewalks to the drive-through-only restaurant are also expected to keep pedestrians safe, want everybody to be safe, and prevent cars from blocking the sidewalk, the city documents show. The demo and rebuild are expected to begin soon. It could take six to eight months to complete. The drive-through-only restaurant will have a walk-up area and patio dining. So you'll be able to walk up if you don't feel like waiting in these unbelievably long lines as some of these drive through windows generate. The change said in the statement, our goal is that these updates to Chick-fil-A will not only ease traffic concerns for the community, but also allow the restaurant to better serve our customers with the great food and service they expect from us. Chick-fil-A restaurants in Charlotte always strive to be a good neighbor and have been strong supporters of their local community. Chick-fil-A is contributing $70,000 towards the price of the new traffic of a new traffic signal and other improvements outlined in the project. The Atlanta-based fast food chain did not provide the cost of raising and rebuilding the restaurant operated by a local franchisee. Chick-fil-A won't have to start from scratch to design the new drive-thru-only format. As of October, the chain had more than 30 drive-thru-only locations in the U.S. Now, why do you only want drive-thru locations? Chick-fil-A in 2021, the height of the shutdown, 2022, had 2,300 restaurants only 50 of them were open for dine-in, and they did record years. Hmm, maybe they're on to something here. Chick-fil-A restaurants average $8 million a year in sales. As such, the chain's restaurants are among the busiest in the country. I didn't realize I've always had the Chick-fil-A store sales at about four plus, maybe closer to five million a year. 
This article says Chick-fil-A restaurants average $8 million a year in sales. To give you a frame of reference, um, many fast food restaurants, and it depends on the concept. Maybe it's a sandwich shop, maybe whatever. But it, it'll do a million, million, two, million, five. Uh, McDonald's used to put out that their average restaurant, the largest number of restaurants in the world, restaurant chain, did about two million a year. Chick-fil-A was always about third or fourth or fifth in gross sales combined with their stores at about four plus, four and a half, maybe even reaching five million dollars. This article says eight. You know what? Now you know why most Chick-fil-A operators. There's exceptions. Castle Rock has Joe Weber. He's got the store up near Target on Founders Parkway. He's got the store over north of the Castle Rock factory outlets at the Promenade. Rob Taylor in Colorado Springs has three stores. But when you're doing that type of volume, they want you to be in charge of your store. So most Chick-fil-A stores are single franchise owner operators, whatever, however you want to say that. Now, I know an awful lot of people say, well, it's a corporate restaurant. I'm not going to a corporate restaurant. Yes, they wouldn't have 2,300 restaurants if they didn't have the corporate muscle. But you know what? The two people that I just named, they live in those communities, and they support local causes local schools, local charities. So, you know what? I just don't get hung up on that. They are a chain, and uh, consequently, we want to go to an independent. By the way, I just read an article. just read an article in Nation's Restaurant News that said that 40% of independent restaurants, okay, that's your, in, you know what I'm talking about, your independent restaurant. Not a corporate restaurant with a local owner, not a multi-unit operation. Forty percent of them reported that they couldn't make their rent in January. Whew, that is a scary, scary figure. All right, once again, Joyce's Famous Pizza, 2120 South Broadway. From now until 5 o'clock, dine in or take out. You get the large one-topping pizza, a $21, $22 value. Depends on how you round it. Depends on what the topping is. For only 10 bucks, she does not skimp on the dough, the size, the sauce, or the topping. I forgot to say the cheese. She does not... She does not shortchange you on that either. If you would like to phone in your order, 303-77-PIZZA, 300-303, I beg your pardon, 77-PIZZA, 303-77-P-I-Z-Z-A. She's got a few tables there. If you would like to sit and enjoy it, uh, she would be more than happy to do that for you as well. Uh, I'm going to take you on up until 4 o'clock. We're going to have news. We're going to be back with another hour. Coming up at 5 o'clock, Randy Corcoran. You know, my intro says for over 25 years, he's been entertaining the dining public with his restaurant shows. You know what? It's over 30 years. It's going to be 32 years in August. Maybe we need to get that changed. And then I was listening to Randy's introduction 
Wake up with Randy Corcoran. Well, he used to have the morning show on Saturday. Got an offer to follow up the restaurant show. I know a lot of you stay tuned when you get done listening to me at 5 o'clock on a Saturday. But I think it's kind of cool. They still call it Wake Up with Randy Corcoran. Maybe some of you maybe some of you don't get up till about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. doesn't happen to be the world that I live in, but that is entirely up to you. Um, choices. 303-77-PIZZA. <coughs> 30377PIZZA just call and say I want that Mike Boyle deal. How many can I get? You can get up to 3 per order. Save you all, and they freeze very nicely. Maybe get one eat it for dinner tonight, freeze a couple others. Maybe take one to one of your neighbors that is uh, struggling or shut in or whatever it happens to be, that would be a nice gesture. I want to talk about a couple of other things, restaurants, travel, movies, books, sports, or whatever we feel like talking about. I love the television show Yellowstone. Doesn't make me unique. Largest watched television show in the country, about 14 million viewers. Uh, We just wrapped up season four. Season five will be coming in summer. They split the last season, left us hanging, those stinkers. But at any rate, uh, people have said, well, you ought to watch the prequel, 1883. And there's another prequel called 1923. That's the one that you see all over television starring Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Well, but you know what? I just didn't have the service I have Xfinity, that's my TV, that's my computer, I've got Amazon Prime, Netflix, and you say to yourself, how much money do I feel like spending on these services, especially if I don't use them? Well, the aforementioned Randy Corcoran said, Mike, how are you coming with Tulsa King? It's on Paramount+. Plus." Well, I watched the first two episodes for free, and I said, man, I really like this, so I finally broke down, got it, watched the other seven or eight episodes of Tulsa King. It's back for a second season here in the fall. And I said, well, you know what? If I'm paying for this, I might as well watch 1883. You know what? It is really, really good, I think. I don't have time to talk about it now because we've got to take a break. But uh, we're going to introduce you to Steve Barry, a well, well, well known, internationally known author, when we come back on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Call Joyce's Pizza, 303 77 Pizza. Hey, have you tried the new product from Pepsi? It's called Starry, and it's the new lemon-lime drink recently introduced. It's good, very good, and just one more in a long line of Pepsi products that includes Pepsi, Pepsi Diet, Mountain Dew, Mug Root Beer, and Mike's favorite, Pepsi Zero. Starry is just a little bit sweeter, but every bit as refreshing as its predecessor, Sierra Mist. And remember, Pepsi also offers refreshing waters, Rockstar Energy Drink, Muscle Milk, Lipton Tea, and Gatorade. So whatever 
for the occasion, make sure you have plenty of Pepsi beverages around the house. Pepsi also puts out Lay's potato chips, Ruffles, Fritos, Sun Chips, Doritos tortilla chips, and another of Mike's favorites, jalapeno cheese-flavored Cheetos. Good luck trying to eat just one. If that isn't enough to make you rush out and load up on Pepsi products, remember that Pepsi is very supportive of community events and hires veterans with over 100 of them working for Pepsi throughout Colorado. Proud to have Pepsi involved in the restaurant shows. Hey, everybody, it's Mike, and if you've listened to the show with any regularity, you know I love pizza. America loves pizza, and one of the places I love to go, Joyce's Famous Pizza, 2120 South Broadway, just a little bit south of Evans, owned by Joyce Schaefer since 2008. And you wouldn't call it Joyce's Famous Pizza if they didn't do a great, great job. The pizzas are huge. She's got other dishes as well. It's a small little place. You can dine in. She's got about two or three tables, but they do a lot of takeout. They also do delivery. So what I would do is I'd give Joyce a call at 303 303- 777-4992 that's 30377 pizza but boy when it comes to a good pie she does a wonderful job she's got some salads some sandwiches a couple of pasta dishes as well but stop by Joyce's 2120 South Broadway and tell her you heard about it from Mike Boyle on the restaurant show The restaurant owners that were hustlers, people that really promoted and came up with good marketing ideas before the pandemic, they did reasonably well weathering the storm during the shutdown. Two of those owners are John Jordan and his partner, owners of the Tailgate Tavern on Main Street in Parker, and now they're back to full service. Great marketeers serving great food. You can still take out, but why not dine in and enjoy the friendly neighborhood environment of the Tailgate, a place where you really feel like everybody knows your name. They're doing their hugely popular Burger Mondays, the Buffalo Wing Wednesdays, Prime Rib Thursdays and the wildly popular fish fry on Friday and they're still taking the time to support local charities veterans organizations the Parker business community and even doing benefits for health care providers in their area so when you do something nice for yourself getting some really good food from the tailgate and at very reasonable prices you're doing something nice for others the tailgate tavern also has one of the biggest and best patios in the metro area the tailgate is open seven days a week for lunch and dinner and has a wonderful friendly staff that would love to see you the tailgate tavern in Parker Pop open an ice-cold Pepsi while you enjoy more of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. It was a perfect All right, welcome back to the Mike Boyle Restaurant, travel, movies, books, sports, or whatever we feel like talking about show. I am about to pay my next guest the ultimate compliment. People say, have you been to that restaurant? Yes. How can I recommend the restaurant if I haven't been there? When I take a group of listeners to Mexico, have you been to that part of Mexico? Yes. How can I take you down? How can I recommend it if I haven't been there? Well, how can I recommend a movie if I haven't seen it? How can I recommend a book if I haven't read it? Now, an awful lot of authors get invited on the air because the publicist supplies questions to them. But I have been diligent in my efforts to read a book before I tell you about it. But since Steve Barry, internationally known author, has been with us so many times that when I got word that The Last Kingdom, a novel, was coming out, I said, let's get him on. But I didn't have a chance to fi- I f- I've started it. But we've got him on, so he's going to have to tell you about the book. Steve Berry, welcome back to the show. Good to be 
good news. It's the first time I think you've not finished the book before. <laughs> That's right, and I'm about a third of the way through it, so don't tell me how it ends, okay? <laughs> I won't, I won't, I won't. I'm, I'm good about keeping that, but I don't want to spoil it for the readers. <laughs> All right, The Last Kingdom, King Ludwig II of Bavaria was an enigmatic figure who was deposed in 1886, mysteriously drowning three days later. Eccentric to the point of madness, in the years before he died, Ludwig engaged in a worldwide search for a new kingdom, a separate Bavaria. The immediate question that comes to mind is, where in the heck did you hear about this guy, and how did this idea come from for a uh, to write a 400-page book about him? Well, Bavaria is one of my favorite places in the world. No I've question. Been there, I've been there many times. No question. And King Ludwig II is one of my favorite historical characters. In fact, if I was ever allowed and was able to, to write a pure historical fiction novel set in the past, I would probably do a novel about Ludwig II. He's just a fascinating guy. Many called him mad. Many called him that he was insane. I don't agree with that. I think today we would have called him manic depressant or maybe bipolar. We would have treated him with medication therapy. He probably would have been functional and been able to do just fine. But in the mid-19th century, that was unheard of. So he engaged in some rather irrational behavior, but he had an amazing imagination, and he created three castles that are still there today, Hiram Kimsey, Linderhof, and Neuss Feinstein. Neuss Feinstein, everyone would recognize because Walt Disney visited there in the 1930s, and that's where Sleeping Beauty's castle came from. And I've been wanting to do a novel in Bavaria with King Ludwig, and I stumbled across this historical fact, which is true, that Ludwig actually sent a man around the world to try to find him a new kingdom, a place where he could go and rule as he pleased. Uh, this actually happened, uh, and when I read about that, it just intrigued me. And then I came across a couple of other tidbits, which I won't tell you because it will give away part of the book, that tie it all together as a modern-day thriller. So that's really how the book was born. It's born through a variety of things, a love of the area, a love of Ludwig, but also these really cool facts that all blended together very nicely. So how did you bring in your hero of so many of your books, Cotton Malone. How does he come into that? How does Luke Daniels come into it? Well, you know, this is a, the 17th Cotton Malone adventure. Uh, right. He took a year off last year. We did a standalone, and so he's back from his vacation. Um, readers should not be put off by that. You don't have to read the other 16 books. You can start with this one. You can read the books in any order. I, re I write them that way. Mm -hmm. But Cotton has to figure into it, obviously, because he's my hero. And, and Luke Daniels is the younger version of Cotton who works with the Magellan Billet, which Cotton used to work for. And Luke's on an assignment. He needs some help. He calls Cotton in. Cotton gets called in to help him out. And then things just sort of get out of hand, as they always do. And he gets drugged into this uh, this war, basically, that's going on between Germany, the United States, and China. They're all after the last kingdom, but for totally different reasons. All right, terrific. All right, so this is how many Cotton Malone is? This is the 17th? 17. 17. Wow, all right. Hey, listen, by the way, I'm looking at my notes. Allow me to digress for just a moment. For years... Listeners have known my enjoyment of reading, 
and I've shared it on the air. You've been with me many times. We've had kind of an informal book club where um, I would bring books to my restaurant appearances that I had read, and people would just take them. Uh, People would bring me books, and I would find a book or two that I would like to read. About a year ago, three ladies that were on one of my group trips, happened to be to Mexico, were talking about books at the pool, talking about their love of reading, and asked if I could start a more formal book club with a schedule. Um, Because our book club is show-centric, we have people all up and down the Front Range from Thornton to Colorado Springs. Um, So we meet at a restaurant, and we meet for lunch. We meet about 1 o'clock, and it goes till about 2.30, and we will discuss books, and you have come up a number of times, especially the Omega Factor. Yes, I know we want to talk about The Last Kingdom, but it came up, and I was talking about the Ghent masterpiece from Ghent, Belgium, how disappointed I was that I had been in Brussels, didn't know about Ghent, or I would have gone to see it. It stimulated me enough to watch the movie The Monument Men again with George Clooney and whoever else was in that. And I thought, since I've got you, and you can commit or non-commit one way or the other, one of the things that we do at my book club is instead of having this potluck where people show up and just talk about a book, I ask authors to join us. Would you ever consider, obviously virtually, joining our restaurant show book club and make an appearance? I think that it would really, really well, turn on the uh, members, if that's a proper I, term. I, I would be glad to do it. All right, terrific. So All you, right. you make a convincing pitch. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Folks, Folks, I have to tell you something. When it comes to a lot of people that appear on the show... You know, a lot of times I have to go through a PR person. I have to go through a publicist. I have to go. And I understand that there is a a flow. I understand there's a chain of command. And that's how I have gotten Steve Barry in the past for his books, obviously working with a very talented publicist. But he's also made his numbers available and... (laughs) Probably, probably to his disappointment, a couple of times I've actually just called him on his home line or cell phone that he's given me. And Steve, you've always been very receptive, so I'm not no, surprised that you would agree to do this. I'm, I'm, no problem at all. I always like to talk to readers. It'd be great. All right. And by the way, you told me that a book for you is typically, here we are in February of 2023, does that mean that you are either finished with or on the verge of wrapping up the book for February of 2024? Yeah, it's finished. It's already finished. <laughs> so yeah, you stay a, you stay a year I stay a full year ahead of the reader. So I'm actually starting to work on the 2025 novel now, which would I will not finish till next year and turn it in. But this year is a little unusual for me. I'm going to have two books this year. Uh, the Cotton Malone book comes out on the 21st of February, but then Luke Daniels is getting his own book coming out June 27th. And there will be three Luke Daniels books over the next three years. Um, I can't write those by myself. I need a little help. So the great thriller writer Grant Blackwood has come on board to help me with those. 
and the first one's called The Ninth Man. It will come out on June the 27th of this year. So for the next three years, there will be two Steve Berry books each year. Steve, that brings me to an interesting question. For years, Michael Conley came out with one Harry Bosch book a year, and then he created The Lincoln Lawyer. Harry Bosch is close to retirement. He's now got Renee Ballard. Uh, Harry Bosch has been updated for the television series from a Vietnam veteran to a Desert War veteran. Um, and we're seeing this in cases of other authors. Is this, Which is the chicken and which is the egg? Is it you wanting to have two books out a year and another character uh, trying to transition out of a Cotton Malone who is now 17 books, 17 years older than when he started? Or is it just a publicist saying, Steve, you're a hot property right now. Um, We would really like you to put out another book a year. Or is it both? Well, it's a a little of both, but it's also a third reason. Uh, I've got stories to tell. I have some stories I want to tell, and I would like to tell those stories. And Cotton Malone has you know, been great, and I love him. He's wonderful. I actually stopped aging him about eight or nine books ago, so he's kind of locked into 47 forever now. Uh-huh. And you know, But I just keep – I love Cotton. He's great. He's wonderful. But I also have these other stories I want to tell, these other things I would like to to put out there. So it's a little of both of, of, of popularity, demand – and desire. So you put those all together, and that's why you do it. Now, as I said, I can't write two books a year by myself because of the research involved and what, what's necessary, but I could with Grant's help, and we were able to uh, to put it together. And we have, it's a very fascinating story. It deals with the Kennedy assassination, and something about that assassination I think is going to surprise readers. We're coming up on a break, and if you can hold with me for just a couple of minutes, I'd like to ask you about your schedule. One of the things, I am a big believer in discipline. Um, Maybe it goes back to my childhood. Maybe it goes back to military school, West Point prep. Maybe it goes back to my time in the service. Maybe it goes back to just a self-discipline. But the idea of getting out of bed and making your bed before you leave it. And I'd just like to know what discipline is required of Steve Perry to knock out the... Hey, everybody, it's Mike. And you know when we brought my daughter's dog, Bailey the Mexican Street Dog, up here from Mexico, he made a mess on the carpet. What did I do? I called Mike Bagnall at Bagnall Carpet Cleaning. He came out. He said, Mike, we can take care of this. And I thought, I found Mike Bagnall. Well, I was recently talking to Lisa. Lisa is the group coordinator for our restaurant show book club. She said, we love Bagnall Carpet Cleaning Services. Then I was talking to Steve Shaw. He owns and operates nine Black Eyed Peas on up and down the front range. And he said, my wife heard about him on your show, and we wouldn't use anybody else. So you can take my word for it. You can take Lisa's word for it, Steve's word for it, or hundreds of other clients of Bagnall Carpet Cleaning Services. Yes, they can do your upholstery. Yes, they can do your drapes. Call Mike Bagnall at 303-797-6400. That's 303-797-6400. And tell him you heard about it from Mike Boyle on The Restaurant Show. There are very few things you can count on in this life, but one thing is for certain. People will always be moving to our beautiful state, and they need a home. 
And people already here, well, they occasionally like to sell, move to a different part of town, get something a little bigger, maybe even downsize a little. You know, the kids are gone, have a garage sale, and get into something a little more manageable. And for whatever reason, we don't get it. Some people even want to sell their home and move away. But for whatever reason, you're going to need a good realtor. Why not choose somebody who has been around, has the experience, knows the market, and most importantly, can get the job done. That's why at the restaurant show, Mike recommends you contact Rob and Carol Hoffman, the Hoffman Group with Keller Williams Realty. Rob and Carol have been doing this for over 30 years. Hot markets, soft markets, they've seen it all. So give them a call, 303-771-9500. Once again, that's 303-771-9500. Ask for Rob or Carol. Whatever your real estate needs, they can take care of you. Hey everybody, it's Mike, and you've heard me talk about Martin Garvey, nice Jersey boy, raised right across the river from Philadelphia. Been making Philly cheesesteak sandwiches since he was in high school. He said, you know what, I think this might be my life's calling. So the next thing you know, he's got Taste of Philly in Highlands Ranch at University and County Line. He's got the store up at Colfax and Kipling in Denver. Well, he's now got a new third store. Yep, he took over the Taste of Philly in Parker right next to the bread and butters the old egg and you he took over that store he's over there they're absolutely rocking they're doing very very well but you know what he makes the real philly cheesesteaks with the bread the roll the steak the onions the cheese just the way it's supposed to be we've got events coming up with martin garvey so check them out on my website at mikeboyle.com but when you want a good taste of Philly, go to Highlands Ranch, Denver, or Parker and tell them you heard about it from Mike Boyle on the Restaurant Show. News Talk 710, KNUS. Listen live on Odyssey. KNUS Denver. All right, welcome back to the Mike Boyle Restaurant. Travel, movies, books, sports, whatever we feel like talking about, whatever you do in your leisure time. You know what? 24-7, you get the news, the bad news. If it bleeds, it leads. When you tune into my shows on Saturday and Sunday, they're to be uplifting. And my guest, author Steve Barry's got a new book coming out, The Last Kingdom, a novel, another Cotton Malone book. Steve, I, I, I've talked to a number of people over the years. I published two dining guides for Colorado. And I, I, while I can be disciplined when getting up in the morning and working my, having a workout every day and what I eat and certain regimentation and so forth, so, certain regimen and so forth, sometimes when it came to writing that book, I remember my daughter would say, Dad, get in there and knock out a couple restaurant reviews. Yes, dear. And so talk a little bit about the discipline. Here you are. You're coming out with a book shortly here in February 2023. You've already got February 2024 done. You're working on February 2025. You've got a a co-author, an assistant author, whatever the proper terminology is, to help you with a couple Luke Daniels books. Talk about a day in the life of Steve Barry. Writing is a discipline, is what it is. You have to have a certain mm-hmm. discipline. Every every writer has a different set of discipline, and you have to do what works for you. So for for me, uh, I'm a morning person, so I like to get up early, and I get going about seven o'clock, and then I go to about eleven o'clock, pretty strong, and then I take an hour or so off. I come back, and I'll work to about two, three o'clock in the afternoon, and after that, that's about six, seven hours. That's about all my brain can take. <laughs> I try to do about a thousand words a day. Uh, a thousand words a day is a good day. Uh, that's about four pages. 
doesn't sound like a lot, but you have to make up every word, and every word you make up has to go with every word you made up yesterday and the day before and the day before. So there's a lot a lot to it. A thousand words can drain you. Some days I do a little more, some days a little less, but a thousand's a good average to go by. And I try to stick to that, and if I do that, I'll have a book in 12 months. I can have the book written and done. I have to do research along the way, too. Sure, of course. So that's done during the day and sometimes after the writing for each day to get ready for the next day. The co-writing book was a little different. With the co-written book, I, it was my plot, my idea, and I gave it to Grant. We plotted out the book generally, what we wanted it to be, and we kind of ran through the general outline of it. And then he banged out the first draft. He wrote the first draft. Then I rewrote that draft and put it into my voice because Grant doesn't know my voice yet. He's got to learn my voice. We're selling this book to my audience, so it has to be consistent with the way I write. Sure. So I rewrote the book. It took me about six weeks to rewrite it. Uh, and then we went back and forth with editing, and that's that's how we produce that book. It worked. That worked very well. By Grant doing the first draft, he saved me many, many months of plotting, and I could just readapt and edit and change what I wanted to in that draft and create a book very quickly from that. So it worked out really well, but we have to plan ahead. I have to be able to stop what I'm doing on Cotton Malone and devote six weeks to Luke Daniels, then come back to Cotton and keep going again. And that requires a schedule. And we have to stick to the schedule to make it work. And that's where the discipline, you got your discipline probably from the Army and from the military. I got mine from the nuns in Catholic school. <laughs> they were probably tougher than the DIs that I had. Much um, tougher, much tougher. All right, Steve, I, I, I really appreciate your time. One more quick question. Sure. Nelson DeMille huh? still writes his book longhand on yellow legal pads with a pencil. Uh-huh. How about you? Not me. There's no way. There's no way in the world. Uh, Computer, uh, are you a one finger or do you use all your fingers on the computer? They call me Linus, really, the way I sit at the thing. I look at the keyboard. I can type about 25, 30 words a minute, Uh and I work on the keyboard. I um, I just, there's no way I can handwrite anything. I write, I, I hold the pen too hard and... I change so much constantly, so I use the technology. That's what it's for. My uh, my handwriting would best be described as a moronic scrawl. So uh, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a computer guy, a typewriter guy back in those days as well. So Steve Berry, it's always nice having you. Thank you so much. And I'll just tell you this: that when uh, you're ready with that Luke Daniels book, we would love to have you back on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. And thank you, thank you, thank you. For being so gracious, uh, I can tell you that the uh, we have a guy stop by on occasion, but mostly the book club is ladies. Seems to be women oriented, uh, but I can tell you that they will be thrilled, thrilled, thrilled because they have read the Warsaw Protocol, they've read the Omega Factor, and many, many others of your books. So I think that that will be a thrill. Good luck with this one, The Last Kingdom, a novel by Steve Barry. It will be released on February twenty-first, and my personal advice go get it because i know you'll enjoy it just like you and you'll you know what else steve you'll learn something reading one of your books thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it Uh, no problem glad to be here all right folks we're going to go ahead and take a break we've got to do a little bit of news but then plenty more of the restaurant travel movies books and sports show 